Hey guys, it's Gary Vaynerchuk, and this is the Gary V Audio Experience. Sales and marketing orgs are gonna hate each other because they have different objectives. And I am empathetic to both. Let me explain. Salespeople, I'm a salesman. Salespeople, one move that your marketing team can do can change everything for you. They can go 0 for 92, they can be the biggest schlemiels, you can hate them, and one activation at a conference, one video they make for Facebook, one thing, one sponsorship, one thing fixes everything. They are literally Mike Tyson, right? One punch. And that you have to respect. There's nothing you salesperson can do that will ever map to one excellent execution in marketing that has the same impact. Next, marketers. You're full of shit and you're fluffy and most of the stuff you're gonna do doesn't matter and you're highbrow and fuck your degrees and I don't give a shit what awards or what articles are written about how clever you are. You are not as practical. You are not in day to day. You are, you are the offensive superstar of a football team, but probably more like a wide receiver because the CEO is the quarterback. So, I love that you can be uh, highly successful and I love that everybody knows who you are, but just like wide receivers in the NFL, you're a prima donna, you're not practical, you don't get the full picture all the time, and your salespeople, AKA the offensive line, is there day in and day out, grinding, trying to clean up for mistakes you've made or misses you've had. They don't have the luxury of your budget that has no quantifiable evidence to success. And you've gotta be empathetic to your sales team because they are there and there's no wiggle room. Your sales team can't say to the CEO and more importantly the CFO, well the long term impact of that conversation I have will do this, even though it's true. Even though I am a great salesperson because I set up sales and I'll have a sales call that's actually not even about the sales call. It's about what I'm gonna try to do with that person in a year, but I'm only justifying to myself. As a salesperson wearing that jersey, you've gotta make sales. And everybody's just looking at your numbers. Nobody's giving you any credit for the setup. Marketing person, you're only getting credit for the setup. Both of you need to desperately deploy empathy to the other party and that's the organizations that win, but that's up to the head of marketing and the head of sales for her and him to be aligned at the top and create the air cover for those 83 employees or two employees to be able to create that cohesive unit. And that's what great coaching is, to get your offensive and defensive coordinator completely aligned to create a cohesive unit and most people are not good at it. I I think you gotta make your actions back up your ambition, right? Like my process is very simple, which is, I've talked a big game, I have a lot of wants and dreams, and my schedule today needs to map my big fucking mouth, right? Like, that's it. And so, you know, one thing that shocks people when they get closer, remember when Tyler first filmed, when Justin first filmed, Iris, when you get to film, the biggest thing you're gonna know is like, wait a minute, it's every second. It's actually every second. Like it's, you know, like I think time is the asset and so the one thing I would tell you is as you're prospecting, as you're trying to get sales, you've also got to deliver on your work. If you've got an agency, like selling's just the beginning. Selling, Uh selling, like 
you're, so, you're like everybody's so focused on selling. A lot of people starting these small social media agencies just to get clients. They forget that after you get the clients, you gotta fucking deliver. Well, the answer is you should go for the biggest clients you can possibly get, right? Like, I mean, you should go for, yeah. you know, Apple and, and BMW. What I think you're self-aware enough to know is that they're not gonna hire you. So I think, right. I, I think what you need to do is stretch your ambitions and stay practical at the same time. So I think. I, what, what I just heard is I would have loved for you to have five meetings or, three, or, or two meetings of the way the three look and then one is the stretch goal, right? Like I think you should always ask, you know, sliding into DMs, writing, writing emails, putting out content that's a gateway to the agency. I think it's super important. A funny thing happens when you give a fuck about people. You end up making more money. I mean, I don't think it's unfortunate. Those companies should then make what is appropriate and all the people that work there have, this is, you know, this is, you know most, peop, most, comp, most places in the world have some level of freedom. They're more than welcome to start their own company or work somewhere else. You know, this whole narrative of like these businesses are shit. Yes, do I want businesses to care about people more? Yes, it feels nice and it feels right and it's a legacy I want to leave and I think it'll actually make them more money. But, do, but the employees aren't being, you know, slave, this is not slavery. Right? Like, be a, yeah, be, I mean, everybody has to be accountable. This isn't just the man is fucked up or the business is fucked up. The employee's fucked up if they're in a shit situation. Instead of going home at five o'clock and drinking beer and complaining, go on fucking job listings, interviews, networks, find a different fucking job. You need to bring value to people so they follow you and then you decide what you want to move your audience to and you need to believe in what you sell, right? Like, just getting, you know, I remember I was visceral against supplements over the last decade because the first 80 people I met I knew didn't give a fuck about what was in the supplements. They were just slapping some label on some shit they bought in China and so I was like, and I remember thinking, shit, this is scary. These were like friends or acquaintances. I'm like, bro, what if like in four years it's found out that you don't even know what you're buying? What if people die from cancer? Like how could you live like this? So I like just was like completely like, you know, now I've become a little more educated, started getting my fitness better. I started meeting people that are actually from the fitness game and care about it and like do the homework. I mean Jordan is so unbelievably knowledgeable like and the way he talks about stuff, it's thoughtful, it's thoughtful. It's not slapping a private label on the cheapest pills in bulk that you can buy on Alibaba and trying to flip them on your Twitter account. So I think the answer is very simple, my man. He needs to bring value to people and you can only do so much because he has to bring value. It's not that you can manipulate that. And then he needs to decide what he wants to push that audience to and he needs to feel good about it. So if he feels good that his gym's worth $2.99 a month, like the reason it's so easy for me to sell books is I just think it's really worth 14 fucking dollars. Like, you know, like you gotta feel good about what you sell. So I would tell you, you need to get serious with him and not have a surface level conversation with him. You need to stress test the relationship and put him in a position that he has to understand that he has to first bring value to people on social and then he needs to push them towards something he really believes in. And that takes time, not, hey Brian, get my social up so we can make some money. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the audio experience. It would mean the world, and I mean the world if you could go and leave a rating on iTunes, your word of mouth is my oxygen.